welcome to the podcast of First Presbyterian Church of Marietta, where we are committed to changing lives with faith, hope, and love. We're so glad you are here. A second scripture lesson from the Gospel of Matthew. Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. Again, I invite you to listen for the word of the Lord. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star in the east and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened in all Jerusalem with him, and calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. When Herod, then Herod secretly called for the Magi and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen in the east, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warmed in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. According to Rolling Stone magazine, it's number 15, but some might say that the best, the number one Christmas movie of all time is 1965's A Charlie Brown Christmas. In it, all the Peanuts characters work to bring the story of Christmas to the stage in a nativity play. Charlie Brown is the director, which is as frustrating for him as trying to kick a football. And the hopes of bringing some Christmas cheer to the production that's going downhill fast, he, he picks out a threadbare Christmas tree from the lot because he feels sorry for it. When he's ridiculed for his choice, he throws up his arms in exasperation saying, doesn't anyone here know what Christmas is all about? Linus, who's been picked at for carrying around his blanket more than usual during this episode, takes the stage to prove that he does know what Christmas is all about. From memory, he quotes from Luke chapter 2 saying, And they were in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were so afraid... And the angel of the Lord said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. He says all that from memory. Inspired by his example, our director of music and fine arts, Dr. Jeffrey Meeks, has this passage memorized as well. If you've seen a Charlie Brown Christmas as often as I have, then then you can picture Charlie uh, Linus saying these powerful words, only 
there's one detail that I hadn't noticed. Right in the middle of his recitation, Linus drops his blanket. Until Mary Ann, one of our church's elected leaders, mentioned it in her devotion to the session last month, I knew Linus recited this passage from memory, but I didn't know that reading enabled him to drop his security blanket. I was so taken with this detail that I looked it up. And interestingly, a lot has been written about why the character Linus drops his blanket while he's proclaiming the gospel, specifically... He drops the blanket the moment he utters the words of the angel to the terrified shepherds, fear not. In that moment, Linus was unafraid. In that moment, the gospel gave him the strength he needed, not the blanket. This is the power of Jesus. Jesus brings us strength and comfort, joy and peace. And so those magi from the east were drawn to him. They traveled from home down one long road, bringing gifts to the Christ child, a, a road which took them right by the home of King Herod. Yet after seeing Jesus, they traveled home by another road. That's what our second scripture lesson from the Gospel of Matthew says. They left for their own country after seeing Jesus by another road. This morning I invite you to think about how, in, how Jesus enables us to do the same. For the Gospel separates us from our fears. And by the power of the gospel, we may find ourselves able to drop those old habits which we've clung to for security, just as Linus dropped his blanket. The good news in Jesus Christ can set us free from our fears so that we might drop the old routines we've been stuck in to travel by new paths, just as the Magi went home by another road. That's what I'm trying to say this morning. I don't have anything too complicated. The Christian life, the new life Jesus enables us to live is marked by less anxiety and more faith. So we can let go, we can move on, no longer bound to the false security of, of pleasure, power, or routine, but are set free to live a new life, forgiven, changed, renewed, and restored. From the wise to the simple, from the humble to the proud, Jesus invites all of us to drop our security blankets and to travel following him by another road. Only, if you really pay attention to Linus in A Charlie Brown Christmas, then you'll notice that as soon as he completes his recitation of Luke's gospel from memory, he steps out from the spotlight to pick up his security blanket once more. Why would he do that? Maybe you know. The power of epiphany fades. Our spirits are willing, but our flesh is still weak. The old road that we know starts to look good compared to the new road with its destination unknown. So many of us who find the strength to make a change 
Go back to our security blanket a few times before truly letting loose of it. For example, during the pandemic, many families slowed down. We did less. We were together more. Yet I've now returned to that old habit of staying too busy because it's difficult to stay on a new road. Likewise, losing weight is one thing. Keeping weight off is another. Giving up alcohol for January is something that many people do, yet how long will the new practice last? Many drop their security blankets only to take them back up again, so I'd like for you to now turn your attention beyond the magi who make it look so easy, and in our second scripture lesson, turn your attention towards the, uh, this character in Matthew that the passage in the Gospel of Matthew began in the time of King Herod. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, the Magi came to Jerusalem asking, where's the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. We know that part. We know all about the Magi. But listen closely to this too. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened. It's important to pay attention to what people do when they are frightened. Out of a fear of losing his power, Herod said he also wanted to pay the child homage, though really he wanted him destroyed. And so he killed all the children in and around Bethlehem who were two years old or younger. Think about that with me. Think about how difficult change is to embrace. Yes, how people are afraid of change. However, what should scare us the most are the monsters we become when we do not allow change to take root in our hearts. Feeling out of control, Herod tightened his grip, which is what many of us do when we're afraid. In the face of fear and anxiety, many cling tightly to control or at least to the illusion of control. I heard someone say, my least favorite Christmas tradition is waking up when I should be sleeping to worry about things I have no control over for at least two hours each night. Can you relate to that? Sometimes when, when I look out on the world and feel truly afraid, truly out of control, or, or when responsibilities pile up and I feel anxious and overwhelmed, I fold laundry. At least I can control that. It helps me to relax to control something, but our second scripture lesson provides us with a, another direction. On the one hand is, is Herod, who was afraid and clung to control, refusing to let go of power. Yet on the other hand are the magi who surely lived with the same fears that we all do. Yet they responded to the uncertainty of our life on earth, not by clinging tightly to control, but by giving gifts. For many of us, 
Responding to fear by giving something rather than trying to control something is a new road to to travel down. And I urge you this morning to, to take the Magi's direction. We don't always like to ask for directions even when we're lost. Some have said that the Magi must have all been women for they stopped and asked Herod for directions. We don't always do that. Yet in a culture addicted to control, think about how they respond. Think about how they give these gifts. The Magi represent to us a new way of responding to an uncertain future. And yet this this is what people do all the time. I think about how we respond to a sudden or a tragic death. When a neighbor dies, what do we do? In the book of Job, Job's friends show up and try to explain tragedy away. They're afraid to lose control. They're afraid of the chaos. Yet so many of us show up at the home of mourning people doing what? Carrying casseroles. This is a faithful response to chaos. It is so like the Magi and so unlike King Herod. When you face the uncertainty of our life on earth, when you feel afraid and that fear creeps into your bones so that it keeps you up at night, you might get out of bed to fold laundry, you might tighten your grip on the control that you do have, or better yet, you might ask yourself, what can I give? What does this situation need from me? This is the way of Jesus. It's there in the words of our second hymn. What child is this? Number 145. Friends, we sang some Christmas carols this morning. Up until now, my family has been giving me a hard time for making y'all sing too many Advent hymns. Now that Christmas is over, we're finally singing some Christmas carols. I can hear them say over lunch this afternoon. But listen to the second verse of what child is this? Nails, spear, shall pierce his side. The cross he bore for me, for you. Even in the Christmas carols, we remember that in the face of so much suffering, Christ did not try to control the world. He rejected the throne. He refused to take over instead. He offered a broken world his very body, his very blood. My friends, this response to fear is a different road for us to travel down. For over and over, above all our culture's many addictions, is the addiction to control. And we must veer off that road to travel down a new one if we want to follow Jesus. Too often we want to hold so tightly to what we have. We want to wrap our children in bubble wrap and we stay up late at night worrying over that which we have no control over. In the end, how much control do we really have? What can we do about the suffering in the world? We can give of ourselves. We all have something to give. So bring him incense. Gold and myrrh. Come one, come all to own him. 
The king of kings salvation brings. Let loving hearts enthrone him. Follow where he leads, my friends. By giving of yourselves. And in so doing, find that you are a little less afraid than you were before. Amen. This podcast is a ministry of First Presbyterian Church of Marietta. Come join us Sundays at 189 Church Street, Marietta, Georgia, or visit us online at fpcmarietta.org.